Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday, the end-of-the-week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear, and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Well, today we're going to be talking with two very interesting and very different talents. At 2.05 Eastern, acoustic rock genius Michael Addison will join us. And at 2.30, a woman of much talent but some mystery, Charlotte Sometimes, will be here to talk with us about her new EP, her upcoming show, and her future. Now remember, this is your show. These artists are here to talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511, or email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or log into the chat room. The chat room is going to be up in just a minute. My producer says he's, he'll have it up in about 30 seconds. So if you're listening to us on Blog Talk, you know where the chat room is. And also, keep in mind, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. If you're on Twitter, we're at Music Friday Live, and don't forget the hashtag is Music Friday. Well, if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us. Go to the website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Click on your choice. It's right there in the tab on the left. And put their name in the little nomination form. It'll take you about 20 seconds, and it could put that band that you have discovered on the air. And while you're there, look around. Read the reviews, check out the band bios, and comment on the blogs. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we have a caller on the line. Hello, hello, who's this? Hello? Well, I thought we had a caller on the line. Hang on just a second. I'm going to see what happened to our caller. Hello? Hello? Hi, hi, who's this? Hi, this is Anna Renee. Anna Renee, the, uh, the the great singer, songwriter, and actress. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Anna, thank you for calling in. I love it when stars like you call us. Now, I understand you've got some new music out. Yes, I do. I have two singles out: "Battle Cry" and "Guilty." Two singles out. Okay. Well, let's play a little bit of one of them. I'd, I'd like to play a little bit of "Guilty." Awesome. I like that a lot. Thank uh, you. Your, your your production there, the arrangement, it all fits your voice perfectly. Now, who produced that? Thank you so much. Aaron Dudley produced that. Well, Aaron yeah. certainly did a marvelous job. Um, 
Now, and I yes. actually predict that, uh, that that's going to be a hit. Now, you have a, you. Um, a show coming up. You want to uh, tell us about it? Yeah, I'm going to be perform- performing at Hotel Cafe April 10th at 8 p.m. I'm so excited. It's my first time performing my music live ever. And I have an awesome band. And actually, Aaron Dudley, my producer, is the band leader, and he's been so helpful. And so I'm really excited. <laughs> so, so this is... This is actually the first time you've you've performed uh, music live. Yeah, my first time. I spent oh, the last year. I was I was an actress before, so I was I spent this last year just writing and recording and getting everything together, and now I finally have enough songs to perform, and uh, yeah, start like doing tours and stuff. Well, well, as a as an actress, I know that you produced and starred in the the web musical series Destroy the Alpha Gammas, which, as far as I'm concerned, was as good as Glee, and frankly, a lot more fun. Um, Thank you. <laughs> does does the release of um, of Guilty and uh, and uh, your other your other song hint that you are shifting from video to music, and there's going to be an EP or an album in the near future? Yes, it does. I'm, I've completely shifted over to music. I'm having so much fun. I finally feel like it's my true passion, and it's like doors opened up as soon as I decided to, to book out from acting and just completely focus on this. And I, I feel in my heart, and, and I, just, I know it's the right thing for me. Well, I think uh, whoever does your photography really caught that because the uh, the new picture of you on your Facebook page is a knockout, and it really says, uh-huh. I like to sing. <laughs> Thank you. I do. My friend Chris Pan took that photo. He's a new photographer. He's so talented. Boy, he sure is, and, I, yeah. and, he, and he put you in exactly the right color, too. Uh, people oh, should go thanks. check. People should go check out her Facebook page just for the picture alone. It's one of the best rock pictures of, of the year. Now, I, I see you grew up in, in my favorite part of the world, Beijing and Singapore and Jakarta, where, where I lived and actually yes. worked for a few years. Did really? your international Yes, I did, um, as a journalist. Wow. Um, cool. Does your international experience, has that affected your music at all? I believe so, yeah. I think that, you know, as a writer, especially when I'm writing my songs, I have so much more experience and culture to pull from from that. From that. And, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was a, a, such a fortunate upbringing. Well, I, I'm looking forward very much to your, your musical career. And if, the, if these two uh, songs, Guilty and Battle Cry, are any indication of where you're going, I think you're, you're headed straight into the Billboard Top 100 or maybe even Top 50 fairly quickly. So, oh, thank but, you. It's so nice. Well, unfortunately, where we're going pretty quickly is into an ad. We are just about out of time. So um, I, I want, to, want to remind my audience that your new single, Guilty, is available at soundcloud.com slash Anna Renee, and that's R-E-N-E-E. It's also available on iTunes. You can also get her recording of Battle Cry, which is another great song for your playlist. And like I said, check out the hot new timeline photo on her Facebook page. It's one of the best rock pictures of the year. Anna's going to be performing at the Hotel Cafe April 11th. Is that right, April 11th? April, April 10th. April 10th, April 10th at uh, 8 p.m., so be there early, or even better, get tickets in advance, because I have a feeling that even though uh, this is not, you know, the big Saturday night show, it's going to be sold out, so get your tickets early for a hotel cafe. Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to call in and surprise us. Thank you so much. 
We have to take a break now to welcome our affiliates. And when we come back, Michael Addison, acoustic rock genius with a brand new set of music out. Don't go away. You're listening to Fairness Radio's program, Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, welcoming our radio listeners on KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. You know Ashland, Oregon. That's just right above California. It's got the best Shakespeare festival in the country, and they also got a big new antenna on the, on the, uh, the station there. So welcome to all of our radio listeners there and around the country. Don't forget, you can join us here. You can join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can also call us. You can call us at 347-215-7511. My producer says the chat room just opened up. So if you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, you know the chat room is right there on the screen, and you can uh, come in and argue with one another or praise the musician, which is what you usually do, or list, us, list questions here. And after the show, check out our website musicfriday.nationbuilder.com Well, listening to Michael Addison's soon-to-be-released album, Resisting Fate, it's kind of like laying on the grass on a summer day and watching the clouds slide by while you think of childhood and ice cream and former lovers. And then there's lightning. The guitar wails, the tempo accelerates, and you are hooked. Alt-rocker Addison shows us a deep, melodious side that merges euphoria and melancholy and electricity in a harmonious flow that just sometimes floats you gently and sometimes carries you over rapids. But in the end, when the music fades and it lands you on the shores of your mind, your first inclination is to get back into the boat, hit repeat on your iPod, and go for another sail. Well, we can't do that right now, but we can do the next best thing. We can talk to the man himself. Michael Addison, welcome to Music Friday Live. Wow, thank you for the kind introduction. Nice to be here. Thank you. <laughs> well, Michael, it's, it's great to have you here, too. And I want to uh, thank you for giving me an advanced listen to your, uh, your new EP, um, Resisting Fate. And it, I understand it's due out in just 11 days. Is that right? That's it, yeah, on uh, April and, 15th. Wow, you must be excited. Of course, you have a new single. Very, very excited. Yeah. You have a new single coming out Tuesday. Uh, the single is Alone. Yep. Yep. So yeah, this is the, a pretty... uh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
this this is a a, a big uh, big week for you coming up, and I'm I'm actually stunned by these tunes. This is a whole different Michael Addison. The alt rock is gone for the most part, and you've replaced him with a wonderful, deep melody driven emotional style. Is this a new direction, or did you just decide to show us that there's more to you than rock? I just wanted to show there was more to me than rock. Definitely, uh, the goal when I started out in this industry was for the rock album to to take off blinding shadows and i really focused on that for a long time and like you know that album did really well and was successful and music video did fantastic and um i just had a little bit of time to like sit back and like really reflect on you know how far i've come and what i've done and um and also while i was recording that record um i had some downtime and would always have like acoustic guitar in my hand and would just like start coming across these like really pretty like rhythms. So I, you know, I just took notes while I was, I was um, writing those and all of a sudden I had like a full record ready to go. And I was just really happy with the results and I, I wanted to record it and then just kind of build from there. And then like the test market really responded to it in a positive manner. So I decided to go ahead with it. Well, let, let, let's listen to a, a little bit of it. This is uh, We'll Be Coming Home. Constructed uh, with the rhythm guitar, just establishing a kind of landscape, and your voice and your lyrics coloring it. Um, and I know that about 30 seconds farther in, we're not we're not playing it, but about 30 seconds farther in, uh, a, an electric guitar riffs add even more emotion. Now I want to ask you about that song. Um, is there a double meaning? Uh, the homecoming of the lyrics and the homecoming for you. Are there two things going on here that that doing this melodious love song is kind of a homecoming for you? Yeah, I, I think it's more about just finally, like, being at peace with your situation and finding somebody. Instead of, like, we're always constantly looking for somebody else, and it's finally coming to the realization that the person that you're with is the person you want to settle down with and that you come to peace with that, you come to terms with it, and you're inviting them into your life, into your home, and bringing them home to you and making them your home. So that's the dynamic of it. Well, it certainly sounds like that uh, you've come to peace with yourself too in that. Yeah, I think I think uh, I finally got you know, like I said, the, the reflection had a lot to do with it, and um, I just finally got to like come to peace to like you know where I was at and like the accomplishments that that I had you know come across and that the direction that I'm headed in is like I'm perfectly okay with, and you know life is just going to be great from this point forward. 
Well, I certainly hope so. Now, now here's a, another song from the album that has a kind of a different message to it. This is this this captures desire and angst in both the words and the music. I want to listen to a little bit of a song called Alone. I used to have a dream and I used to have myself a crown. I used to want to be and I used to want to see the world. And now I'm here alone and I got nowhere else to go. And I don't want to be. I just want to be with you That is uh, a very, very strong uh, statement, um, especially the lines... Now my journey's gone, and I'll never find my way. W- w- where did that come from? Well, this, yeah, this is a, a little bit of a darker song. Uh, I wrote this one a little little while back, and um, I guess this song is about, you know, I, I was definitely fighting some demons at the time and found myself in, like, the same cycle over and over again. And um, I just felt, like, so lost and just, like, I'm just never going to get out of this rut and just the path that I want to be on the journey that I'm taking just isn't coming to fruition. And I just have to be okay with it, which is a depressing manner. You know, fortunately that, that wasn't the case in the long run, but at that moment, that's definitely the way I felt. Is, um, is that uh, Vanessa Bryan on uh, the backing vocals there? That is. She, I would argue she's one of the greatest singers in the world. She's that good. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll have to have her on the on the show too. I, um, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, she's fantastic. In fact, uh, we just recorded a, a demo for a new song yesterday, uh, geared towards more like the pop genre, and I wrote a more um, presenting role for her so she can really showcase her range. So I'm excited to get that one out as well. Uh, we're talking to uh, Michael Addison. Uh, you can talk to him uh, by calling 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email your questions, your comments in at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Um, we've got a, uh, an email here from uh, one of your fans in, Los- in Seattle. This is Cindy in Seattle, and Cindy wants to know, are you still acting? And then she adds, and you're so handsome. I'd love to see you on the screen. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Cindy. Um, I definitely I, I act in all of my music videos, so I definitely still do that. But uh, I am not currently uh, actively pursuing that. Um, music's always been the number one priority. Um, but since I live in Los Angeles, I've been offered you know, a handful of roles and have participated in that. Um, I did a lot of commercial work as well. I did a couple of Super Bowl campaigns and worked for like Samsung and stuff like that. But um, it's a fun thing to do on the side. And uh, if the right role is offered to me, I definitely take it. But um, music's the number one priority. Well, uh, actually, we've got a number of emails here uh, who are happy that music is your number one priority. Um, uh, Jimena in Los Angeles says, uh, this is wonderful. I hope I get to see you live in clubs now instead of just only on the screen. You got any club gigs lined up? 
Uh, I am putting together a release show for this new record right now, so uh, if you stay tuned to uh, my Facebook page or my Twitter page, um, you can definitely see the date as soon as I uh, release that. Okay, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Twitter handle is at Addison Music. Okay, so here, uh, Jimena, he's going to be playing, and I see you're in Los Angeles, so uh, I suspect you'll have an opportunity to, to see the man in person. And speaking of the man in person, I understand you're also something of an athlete. You were an, a national swimming champion at one time, and you're now running oh, triathlons. Wow, you really, you really <laughs> <laughs> Nothing escapes that. Music Friday Live, right? <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah, I was a, I was a Division One collegiate swimmer. And, um, and also uh, I trained with the uh, UCLA Masters team. And, uh, yeah, in 2006, I, I won the 100-200 backstroke at, at Nationals. So that was uh, a fun fun time. And then, uh, yeah, I also did uh, some triathlons as well. So like, I like to stay active for sure. Are, are you still doing triathlons? Not doing triathlons, but I'm still swimming, though. I, I think that's just something that, you know, I'll be doing until the end of time. I've been doing it since I was three years old, and, it's, you know, a lot of people, they go to meditation or they see a therapist, but uh, I, I swim. That's just my release, <laughs> my escape. Well, as a, uh, a former master swimmer myself and currently a master cyclist, I understand the relationship between um, athletics and therapy. Well, here's one of the reasons I'm very happy you are taking time uh, to, uh, to, to shift into to music. This is tonight, and it's also from the new album, Resisting Fate, due out in April 11th. 15th, pardon me. Time, time is ticking away from you. That song tonight, it, it, it's almost uh, it's it's almost an anthem, but it's it's so soft and acoustic that it manages to combine the pathos of a ballad and the angst of an anthem. And and I especially notice the lines, "Tonight time has won, tonight peace has come." Have a these have a certain finality to them. Was was that the peace that has come to you that that's driving this song? Yeah, this song. Um... A, a hidden darker context um 
again, with the theme of, of peacefulness, this is actually about um, death. The Grim Reaper has come for you and being at peace with the journey that you had and the life that you had. And, like, you know, when, you know, time has come to, like, collect you. So that's the underlying meaning of this song. So, and it also definitely, like, builds in, a, in an epic standard. We've got a, a, an interesting email here from um, Billy Boy in Austin. And Billy Boy says, you have so many different styles, you ought to come to Austin. You could play in every club at uh, South by Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I just, I've definitely like explored all different genres and and you know found each of them to be exciting in like their own way. Like I definitely had like the pop record, the acoustic one, uh, just a little touch of, of country. Um, you know, haven't entered the hip hop world yet, obviously, <laughs> but um, it's it's fun like exploring all these different genres and like I just I really respect all of them as well, and I enjoy certain songs in each genre and. You know, I, I think as an artist, you shouldn't always have to, like, limit yourself to, like, one specific niche. I, I think that you should have the freedom, you know, if you if you love it and have fun with it, to, like, explore all different, like, sounds and meanings, you know, that, that connects with you. We're talking to uh, Michael Addison, and you can talk to Michael by calling 347-215-7511. Or if you are sitting there at work, like I know a lot of you are, and you've got your earphones on, and you're you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint that's on your computer, but you're really listening to the show, you can uh, email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. I've got a I've got a number of emails here, and I will get to them. But I, I wanted to go back to, to this career change. Um, I, I know a lot of people who are in, who are in uh, movies, and they tell me that, that um, making films is work, but it's also exciting. And when they're not making films, they're reading scripts uh, because they miss making films. And then when they're making films, uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, are, do you miss the excitement, or are you just glad to get done with the work? No, I, I definitely miss the excitement. That's that's a fair analysis. Um, first, you do a movie, and especially if you have um, like a, a leading role, it's a very exciting experience, and it's it's almost addicting and it's exhilarating because as soon as you're done, you you want to do another one, you want to do another one, and I never ever saw it as work. Whether I'm in the studio recording a new record or I'm on set filming a movie. It's at like being in love. You truly know you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and you're absolutely in love with that situation. And that's what you're addicted to, finding that feeling over and over again. Well, Aldous in, uh, in New York City uh, wants to know, is making a music video a lot like making a movie, or are they totally different? Uh, well, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, they're different in terms of the amount of shots that you have to get done in a short amount of time. Most music videos are done within a 24-hour period. Um, some of my more higher-budget ones were over a two-day period. And, for example, Come Back to Me, um, my highest award-winning music video, that one was, I don't know, maybe like seven different locations that we had to shoot in, and it was very complex and, like, it was exhilarating, but it was also very, very tiring because you have so many resources and assets that you can only use for, like, 36 hours. So um, in that regard, it's, it's much more intense, that experience. 
Are you your own producer when you make uh, videos? I am, but I also work with other producers um, that are better connected to the director that I, I primarily use. So a yeah. lot of the directors that I've used uh, have like a producer that comes with them. So I work with teams, basically. It, it sounds like that um, you also keep your eye on the budget, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm the executive producer, the writer, uh, and uh, the star. So it's uh, a lot of hats to hold at the same time. Well, it, it seems to work because uh, I, I know that you've won a number of awards uh, for your produce, your uh, your videos. You've got a number of Addies uh, f- uh, on your uh, yeah. on your shelf, which uh, and I've won a few of those too. So I'll, I'll just let our our audience know they're not easy. There's a lot of competition for those little gold statues or silver statues. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Won a couple, yeah, a lot of uh, like Kelly Awards and Aurora Golden Awards and Communicator Awards and. It's yeah, it's been a fun part. Like I, I love music videos. I think it's a, a great combination of so many different facets. Um, it's a combination of like your song, your music, your writing, your acting, your production, film, all combined into like one three-minute span. And like yeah, that's I, all you have to get somebody's attention. I, me- I meant to say Telly's not 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 Addie's. Well, there's one <laughs> song on the about to be released Resisting Fate album that has that also has some very interesting lines. Let's. Uh, to let them be. kind of gets under your skin and you you can't forget it that that's uh i like it but i wanted to ask you about a couple of the lines in that um the time we spend to hang the rope the time we spend to find the hope what's the backstory there who who is it that we should let be and what is the rope yeah this is a it's a great question um not to bring controversy into your show or anything but this song well, is please actually do that's fine yeah it's uh it's this song is actually about gay rights. I, uh, I wrote this when um, the gay marriage uh, proposals were headlining the news in a tremendous fashion. And uh, it was definitely the topic of conversation on every news outlet. And the theme of the song is just like, there are people just like, we are like, why are you making such a big deal about this? Let them be. Let them live as we do. And so that's the primary focus of this song and this theme. Well, I'm. Uh, I first of all, I, I appreciate, uh, agree with, uh, and uh, promote your your sentiment there. Having been to a number of uh, gay weddings myself, and having lots of friends who either married, gay gay friends who are married, or who are waiting for their states to finally see the light and let them get married. So, congratulations on that, and uh, congratulations on a great song too. Um, Thank you. 
there's one thing that we can't let be at this show, and unfortunately, that's the commercial that's coming down the track at us, all right? So we're out of yeah. time. But Michael, I want to thank you so much for, for joining us. The album will thank be released. The album will be released on April 15th. Now, tell people where they can get it. Uh, it'll be on iTunes. So if you just search Michael Addison or Resisting State on iTunes, it'll be up there. You can also get it at my website, which is addisonm.com. Okay. And also, you said that you're putting together a release party. Uh, you don't know uh, when and where that's going to be yet, do you? Don't have that date yet. It'll be here in Los Angeles. So stay tuned on my Twitter page. Addison at Addison Music, and uh, it'll be posted there. Okay, well, uh, I will follow your Twitter page because I will do my best to be at that release party, and then I can uh, write it up for uh, uh, Vince Magazine and Music Junkie and the other publications that I write for. And uh, I want to say thanks again. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We have to take a break now, and when we come back, the multi-talented and somewhat mysterious Charlotte Sometimes Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, Go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. And I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host of Music Friday Live, and we are back at Music Friday Live. And don't forget, we would like to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I know we just got some emails in from people who had questions from Michael. I'm sorry we didn't get uh, uh, time to get to them, but uh, I will... uh, forward them on to Michael, and he can get uh, back in touch with you, too. Now, uh, we do have a guest waiting. We have the uh, multi-talented and very mysterious uh, uh, Charlotte sometimes waiting, but I've got to get a quick word in for our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right, zero upfront costs. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free, and you only have to pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company. But you pay for a lot less of it because the sun's making a lot of it. As much as half, in, in, in my case, when I put solar on my home. Solar City pays for the system, it insures the system, and it maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So, if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. So, call Tina. She's at Solar City, and tell her you heard about it from Patrick on Music Friday. And 
I'll give you Tina's phone number. Get ready to write it down. 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And don't forget to tell her that I sent you, Patrick O'Heffernan sent you, and she will give you a discount on your order. That's 909-618-6937. Well, Charlotte sometimes is a busy woman. She's a songwriter for a major publisher. She's the showcase uh, director in two cities for Raw. She's a recording artist with CDs and a new EP. She's a performer who was on The Voice and has a gig scheduled in L.A. next week. And not only is she busy, but she's talented. She writes and records songs with the confidence to strip them down so her voice and her lyrics carry the emotional payload. And what a payload. She has always been known for injecting her audience with a cocktail of painfully honest confessions. And if anything, the new single doubles the dose. The effect is addictive. Charlotte, welcome to Music Friday Live. Oh, well, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Well, we're excited to have you, okay? Uh, Charlotte, like I said in the introduction, you're busy, you're multi-talented, and you're only 25 years old. And you've got a remarkable set of accomplishments for someone just barely a quarter of a century on the planet. So what <laughs> well, drives you? Thank you. What, makes you? what makes you go so fast? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's my ADD, but I, I just don't like to sit still. Um, I think I'm just a very passionate person about about everything, and I, it's not easy for me to be um, only half into something. So I try to do everything 100%. Or 110%. Or 110%. I know, but I actually just turned 26 in January, so I I guess I'm getting older. (laughs) Well, uh, that's okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, 26 uh, and all the the things that you've done is okay. And and (laughs) you started early uh, a major label release in your teens. Now, how did you pull that off? Oh gosh, I you know that's a really great question. I think that um I just always a very driven young woman and and when I was um 15 I decided that I was going to be a signed singer and so I made these press kits and I sent them out um all throughout my youth and ended up getting um attention from from a record label when I was 16 and it was such a disaster. I fell over my guitar case. I had braces and um, I ended up landing a management deal somehow through that, um, but didn't get signed. And um, then I got signed when I was 18, 19. And I think it was just because I didn't have a plan B. Um, and I just really don't take no for an answer. <laughs> well, I, I could tell that. Um, now, a, as I wrote in my blog this week, uh, you were on The Voice, but The Voice has never really produced the kind of mega-hit pop superstars that American Idol has. People who go through The Voice have to do the hard work of career building, and I think it, it, you've done that. Do, do, do you think that the training and exposure that The Voice provided gave you a boost, or were you established enough and enough that it really didn't make a major difference? I mean, I don't want to say it didn't make a major difference, but it didn't like, I think it's just another chapter in a very long book. So I think that it gave me more exposure. It increased my fan base, but it was kind of just more of the same, but on a bigger, bigger, bigger level in a way. Um, So I think that um, it doesn't hurt to be exposed. Um, And I think that it's a good platform if you know how to use it and work it to your advantage. Well, apparently you did. 
Um, <laughs> now, you, <laughs> now, now, you've got a, a, a new EP. You've just released a new EP, and it was assembled with the help of your fans. You want to tell us how that worked? Yeah, so basically, you know, I wanted to do a really authentic, just um, something to reflect how my live performances are when I'm on tour acoustically. Um, so I asked all my fans what their favorite songs were from all my previous albums, and they voted on all the songs. And um, I decided to do four of them and then give them one new song. Um, and we just went to the studio, me and my band, and um, I made sure that everything was not plugged in. Everything had to be a live instrument. Um, and, you know, we did it in one or two takes, and that was it. It was just a, a really fun performance day. <laughs> and we released it, and somehow, I guess, I, you know, they all like it, so that makes me happy. Uh, well, I'm sure it makes uh, them it makes me happy, too, because I've been listening to it all week. And we're, oh, we're going to play a little bit. Oh, awesome. uh, but um, one other question for you uh, before for we start it. playing some music. You've scheduled a gig in L.A.'s Room 5 Lounge, April 11th. Yes. You're working with a crack music publicist, Julie Tan. Um, you've released a new EP. Now, those are the moves that an artist makes when she's lighting up the afterburners to make her singing career rocket to a new level. But you wrote <laughs> on your Facebook page that the Room 5 gig may be your last. So what's going on here? Yeah, it's my last, it's my final Charlotte Sometimes show. I mean, never say never, maybe I'll pull a share. But yes, it is my last Charlotte Sometimes show. I'm actually working on a new project, so it's just time to evolve and try new things. I've been doing the Charlotte Sometimes thing since I was 18, so I just would like to, you know, um, just try my hand at some other projects. Now, when you say the, the, the last Charlotte Sometimes show, does that mean that we're going to see an, a name change? You just might. Um, I would just stay tuned. Um, all my updates will be through um, my website and, and my Facebook. So um, my Charlotte Sometimes fans should know that um, she might be taking a hiatus, but um, the girl behind her isn't. Well, I'm... I've been listening to the songs by the girl behind her for all week now, and I want to play a couple of them. This one particularly. Oh. I crossed all your mountains and opened my door. Drowned all the dragons. It's gonna be my sight. Honey, I'm at They are not for me And anyone I touch Anyone I kiss You will be right there The one I'm gonna miss And anywhere I go And anyone I meet They are not here They are not for me Wow, this, uh, this this Charlotte sometimes girl or the woman behind her can can really sing. That was a a, a marvelous uh, uh, piece. Now I want to tell our audience that uh, uh, 
Charlotte, the, the girl behind Charlotte sometimes is actually at work today, which is why you're hearing voices in the background, okay? But don't <laughs> yeah, worry I'm about so it. sorry. It, 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 no, no, it, it's fine. Believe me, we, we've interviewed bands in cars at the side of the freeway on, on their way to uh, South by Southwest, and all we could hear were truck horns as they went by, so don't feel bad about it at all. Uh, now, in that, in that song, there's a couple of lines. Um, you crossed all the mountains, you ran all the miles. Now, I know the song's about a lover, but is there more there? Is, is the magic gone, or is there a different magic now? Um, in the song, I think that, um, you know, sometimes you feel like you just really love, love somebody, and you would just do anything for them, and... Um, it's just like the most heartbreaking thing when you try to move on because, you know, let's say they, it's unrequited or they're not giving you as much as you're giving them and you have to, you know, for whatever reason leave the relationship and you're trying to move on and you just can't. Like that person just has some sort of something else and you just can't move on. They're magic to you. Uh, a lot of musicians use their own personal lives as um, the the basis for their songs uh, is this is this are you doing the same here um yeah i mean i think uh i have a lot of feelings so it's definitely um easy for me <laughs> to uh kind of draw upon my own life yeah, even though it's uh, you've only been on the planet for 26 years well anyway um, <laughs> Well, well, the uh, the self-examination is, is a favorite topic of a lot of artists, and um, there's a piece of self-examination in your in this album that really struck me, and this is Paint the Sky. Let's play a little bit of Paint the Sky and talk about it. Okay. No one knows me better oh, so lonely, you don't see well. I still paint the sky I am silent So inspired Contradiction Pretty liars You don't see what I still paint the sky But if I Uh, you paint the sky, uh, and you say even though you're not perfect, you paint the sky. How do you paint the sky, and why is that such a powerful force in your life? Well, you know, I think the thing is, is that I'm just so... Um, I'm a dreamer, and I'm a romantic, and I love love. I love to be in love. Um, to quote a, a format song, I, I love love. I don't care what it does to me. Um, so I think that um, paint the sky is kind of like I, no matter how what life throws at me, no matter how hard things get, no matter what kind of proof that um, will kind of show me that life is hard and tough on me and can make me kind of miserable I just can't give up on um, people I love and I would do anything for them and I want them to be able to feel the same way about me but that song is kind of telling somebody you know will you do this for me I'm doing this for you and, and the answer to that question ended up being no <laughs> <laughs> well we've all been through that uh, we're talking with uh, Charlotte sometimes and you could talk with Charlotte 347-215-7511 
or if you're sitting there at work and you've got your headphones on and uh, you're not really paying attention to the PowerPoint on your screen, but you're listening to us, you can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, let's, let's talk about the, the, uh, the people who are talking in the background there. And the, you're at, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, work, you work for RAW. You want to explain what uh, RAW is? I know you're, you, uh, you work with RAW in Sacramento and Salt Lake. So tell our listeners all about RAW. Well, um, RAW is a, an international arts organization. We're based out of L.A., um, and we currently host showcases in 60-plus cities worldwide. So um, we basically exist as an organization to just take artists and just help provide them with a platform to network, gain exposure, and find a new audience. And um, we do that in a few different ways, but one of them is the showcase. And uh, I would be, I'm a showcase director for two, two locations, Sacramento and Salt Lake City, and we really encourage you know art from every medium. So we have fashion, film, um, visual artists, hair and makeup, accessory designers, musicians. So we really want um, all the mediums of art to kind of come together for a really fun night to promote themselves. And uh, yeah, if anyone is listening and is an is an artist, uh, you can just kind of go to rawartist.org and make a profile, and um, and we will check it out and see if uh, you know you're you're a good fit for the showcase. Now, where do you hold the showcases? I know in Sacramento you hold them at the Ace of Spades. How about in Los Angeles and in Salt Lake? Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, we have it at Los Globos. Um, and then in Salt Lake City, we have it at the Complex. Um, in the other locations, it, I mean, there's so many of them. Um, I would have to ask all these, all these voices we hear in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, there's definitely no rest for the wicked. We are definitely... Um, always working our butts off for our artists. And, and, you know, our organization is by artists for artists, so everyone who works here is also an artist. Well, you're an emerging artist or an emerged artist. What drew you to an organization that helps other emerging artists? Well, I think that what inspired me is that I think – you know, when you go into work, um, you need a reason to be here. And I've always only ever worked for myself and done music. So I really needed something. If I was going to be drawn and to do something that was not just for myself, it had to be for a great cause. And um, when I think about other artists, I could never let them down because that would basically be failing myself. And so when I get here to work, I know my job is to try to help them in every way I can and use the things that I've learned and try to give them the best possible chance they have at success. And even if it's in a small way, um, I just feel encouraged to to do right by them, and that's what draw you know drew me to this position. Well, uh, for that you you get the Music Friday uh, Live Award of the Year because that's what we <laughs> do here, and I really appreciate very much your doing it. And I uh, should also uh, mention that uh, you've got a showcase coming up on May second at the Ace of Spades in Sacramento. So everybody in Sacramento who's listening to this or who downloads the podcast, you should check them out. We've got some email here for you. Um, Okay. Antonella in San Diego wants to know, will you ever record any more music under any name at all? Yes, I will. I'm actually um, currently in the studio, and I have about six songs coming out this year um, that I'm on, so just stay tuned for more details. Okay. And then a lot of people want to know, and you probably answered this before, did the name Charlotte Sometimes come from the book? It did come from the book. There is a Cure song called Charlotte Sometimes that it's about the book. And I kind of, my middle name is Charlotte, and it just kind of felt like the right thing to do. I think the book is kind of a girl who 
is trapped in time and has to be somebody else, but then finds herself in this other character. And I think there's two people in us at all times, our representative and who we actually are. And I, I think that Charlotte sometimes likes to play with that, and um, it's just a fun character to play, for sure. Uh, which leads me to ask, uh, if people are going to look for you, what name should they look for you under? Um, <laughs> my, new, my new project? Yes. It's called Laces, and so you can start doing your little searches on my little sometimesers. Um, and, um, but for now, you can just keep going on to the Charlotte Sometimes website and stay tuned for more information. Okay, all right. <laughs> the, the, there she is, the, uh, the, 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 the woman of mystery. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to play uh, – uh, we've got some more emails here, but I want to play uh, another one of your – wonderful songs from this album. This is Losing Sleep. Be the winner you always were Don't adore me you dare lose Be the humble girl you are Don't cry and strange it la lie good night yeah yeah I'm awake and out there losing sleep I've been fighting all my demons I've been getting weak cause I've been trying 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 um, MTV Buzzworthy said about that song uh, insomnia has never sounded better and I agree with that but I think there's more there than it just sounds better the way you run your voice up and down the register the way you manipulate the sound of your voice and the fact that you are accompanied pretty much just by a guitar it shows a lot of confidence it, it's far beyond what we're normally used to from uh, a, a young singer. And you're not protected there by instrumentation. You're just really, really confident. Where did that confidence come from? Oh, I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I think I just feel the need to emote and, and say my, you know, say my truth and um, whatever that looks like um, might look like confidence to people. I just think it's something that I have to do for myself in order to feel right and feel like I'm doing right by myself. So um, when I just picked up the guitar, like to me, like that's just like a process. Like I have to say it. I just have to get it out. So um, I guess the co- I'm also the youngest of of my family. I have three older brothers, so I guess I'm just loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll create a lot of comments, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you uh, you sing in there about uh, you're awake fighting demons. Uh, what demons were you fighting? Well, you know, I think that everyone has their inner battle and their and their war that they're kind of forging um, in their own life. Um, and for me, you know, I've always kind of struggled with anxiety and depression and, um, you know, just like troubled things in my youth and in my life that maybe kind of forced me to grow up a little fast. And I think that song is kind of just dealing with all those demons, all those, those feelings of not feeling quite right with yourself and knowing that you have to not wallow and feel sorry for yourself. But in that very moment, um, you're just losing sleep, and, and the bridge is kind of about saying, like, I know I lose if I give in to that, so I must, you know, I have to just kind of move forward and get over it. 
Well, apparently you did. Um, we got some more emails here. Um, Adrian in Dallas wants to know, do you ever appear at, at your own showcases? I run the showcases, so I am at every Raw show that I, that I put on, yes. And uh, we've got an email here from Mary Beth at Portland, and she wants to know, is there a showcase in Portland? There is a showcase in Portland, and you can go to rawartist.org and make a profile, and one of our showcase directors will check it out. And we've also got the same question from uh, Joey in New York City. Yep, we have a we have a New York City show, um, and my my friend Laurel over here um, does the one in New York in Brooklyn, and she's great. So definitely submit your work. <laughs> okay, well, I would have to check out the showcases in in Los Angeles myself, and also in uh, in San Francisco. I had a, a real qu- uh, quick question. I wanted to play a little bit of the. Uh, the song Pumped Up Kicks, but we're short on time. But uh, I wanted to ask you, that it was originally done by Foster the People, and it got some flack for seeming to glorify a kid preparing to shoot his classmates. Why did you decide that that should be on the album, or did your fans decide it? My fans decided to have it on there, but I think, um, you know, art is expression, so I don't think anyone should get flack for, for you know, telling a story. Um, it, it's a story to tell. Um, it's sad that, that that's a story to tell. So I think that okay. um, people kind of it's, get a little too um, worked up, but um, I think that, you know, it gets people talking, and so it's obviously doing its job. Art exists to get people to have a conversation. So if people are having conversations, then more power to the song. Okay, all right, and you of course kicked off some conversations with your uh, your song um, "Sweet Valium High" on the album uh, "Waves" <laughs> both of us. So, uh, which unfortunately I can't I can't play on the on the air, but uh, you're pretty, I agree with you completely on art. Unfortunately, um, as as despite the fact that we're doing art here, uh, we've got to do a little commerce, and we're running out of time. So, uh, Charles, I'm going to have to say uh, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me, and um, I look forward to meeting you in Los Angeles uh, if you ever come to a show. <laughs> I, I, I intend to. Um, and let's, let's real quick tell people about the, your, final, your supposedly final gig, when and where. <laughs> it's at Room 5, April 11th, 9 p.m., and you can go to charlottesometimesmusic.com or Google Stalk Me, Charlotte Sometimes, and you'll find all the information for the show. Okay, and uh, Room 5 is on La Brea, just just uh, down from Beverly, 143 North La Brea, and again, the time is 9 p.m. Get your tickets in advance. It's probably going to be sold out, and you can and you should buy the EP. You can get it at www.charlottemusic.com. Charlotte, thanks so much for being with us today, and I intend to see you live sometime. Great. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. You've been bye. listening to... Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. And you can vote for your favorite musician to be on the show. That's right there on Music Friday Live at musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleman. Our intern is Angeline Sorrell. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. 
We're going to be off for the next two Fridays. That's right. No Music Friday Live. We're going to be in Ireland interviewing bands in Ireland, and you'll hear those interviews when I get back. But in the meantime, you can download our podcast anytime. That's anytime at www.blogtalkradio.com, Music Friday. And let me just say that we'll see you in two weeks. Have a great musical weekend, and we are going to play a little bit of Pumped Up Kicks. Robert's got a quick hand He'll look around the room He won't tell you his plan He's got a rolled cigarette Hanging out his mouth He's a cowboy kid Yeah, found a six-shooter gun In his dad's closet